everyone, and welcome to the Young Critics Podcast. Spooky season is upon us, so it's only right that we talk about our favourite kind of Halloween and horror films. We're taking a break from the director's series at the moment to talk about this. Uh, so I will be your host, Alana. I'm joined by Claire. Claire, how are you today? I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm good. I'm tired from work, but I'm excited to get into this podcast. <laughs> yeah, same. This is this is what I'm building for. I love Halloween, so <laughs> it's all you've just been working towards this. <laughs> yeah, this has been my only goal for the past, like you know, ten years. Just... <laughs> That's actually just going to be educating me on horror films because I know I know little to nothing. But <laughs> <laughs> don't yeah. say that now because there's going to be a load of people who are watching this and they're going to be like, she knows nothing. <laughs> We're just going to be both clueless talking about this. Anyway, I'd also like it noted yeah. for the podcast, I'm wearing glow-in-the-dark ghost earrings. I'd like it noted. Yeah. I'll post a picture of it on, on the Instagram <laughs> later. <laughs> They're very nice. Thank you very much. Uh, so I guess we'll get started. Uh, so Claire, one thing I want to ask you is what kind of, what do you think kind of like defines like a horror film in general? Okay, this has been one that I've actually been thinking about recently because I thought, you know, we're going to get asked about our favourite horror films and I loved yours and I never considered it a horror film. Apparently it is, but I think horror films have to scare you properly. I think you have to jump and all of that in them. They need to just terrify you. You shouldn't be able to watch a horror film by yourself. They should just, you know really mess you up for a few hours okay then we have very different opinions on horror films <laughs> <laughs> to me it kind of like depends on the horror film because we'll be getting into this later about kind of like monster films and slasher films and like psychological films but since I'm not big on horror films and Halloween films anyway I don't like to get too scared like I think I've said this before I will cap it at 90s slasher and that's I will not watch anything <laughs> that because it just all starts getting supernatural and like I want to be able to sleep after watch a film personally that, that's just me see I don't if I'm paying money like in the cinema to see a horror film I want not to be able to sleep because that cost me what nine euro I want to get my money's worth oh god that's yeah that is that is one way to kind of look at it <laughs> Uh, so what what kind of films would you watch at Halloween? Like, would it be kind of general, like, Halloween-themed films, or would you go straight into, like, slasher, serial killer stuff? I'd say I kind of watch horror films all year round because okay. I'm just like that. But I really, really don't like horror... Um, not horror, that would be a bad <laughs> podcast, to be honest. Um, slasher films. I find them just... They, I just think they're bad so when I watch horror films I like you know the psychological and the monster because that's where you get good storylines all of that kind of stuff and I'll just jump straight into them at Halloween I'm again I'm very the opposite like I said I'd, <laughs> but I would I go for like not really a gruesome slasher like like I've recently watched like Scream and Halloween and they, they were okay for me, but I, I don't think I could really handle Friday 13th. 
I think that would be like I've heard a like nightmare on Elm Street. I've heard they're like way too, like anything that's too graphic, then I just can't watch it. And also, I think like a good kind of like I said, I can't, I'd cap out like nineties slasher. But anything and like anything after that, I think a good horror film needs to be maximum hour and a half. You get. Everything gets straight to the point. You get straight into the story. There's no kind of faffing around for about 40 minutes before you get in, you get into it. So yeah, so I said like, yeah, about hour and a half long. That's to me, that's a slasher film. To me, that's 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 the kind of horror film that I would watch if I were to start getting into them, which I have been for the past month. <laughs> yeah, I think that a good horror film will make it feel like it is, you know, an hour and a half, and then you'll come out of the cinema and it's like two and a half hours. I think for me that defines a good one when you'll just lose yourself completely in it. I don't think time matters as much when it's like a really good one. But slashes, uh, you know, they don't have these incredible... I'm just going to be dissing slasher films that I couldn't make <laughs> if I put my mind to it but um, I just think a slasher film it needs to get in quick because the whole point you're there is to just have you know a quick scare but yes. if you're going for the other ones you you sometimes need the build up but you've got to be good to make that 40 minutes feel worthwhile yeah and like with the build up as well you need like a really good director and you need like there's a lot load of elements in a horror film that work with that build up. Like I'm just gonna use Halloween as an example because it was the yeah. most recent one I've watched. Just hearing Michael Myers breathing throughout the entire film. I was like my chest was getting tight. It was it's that kind of like brown noise that really gets you like anxious <laughs> when you're watching a horror film. Yeah, so you need like that yeah. kind of good build up to yeah make, to make it like if if the film is going to be like two and a half hours, you need that kind of good build up and not just be like dragging. But yeah. that's my question about films that you would watch a Halloween. Since as I said, I'm only kind of getting into horror films now. I just never this my, my, in all my 21 years, I've just hated horror films. <laughs> but the only kind of films that I would associate with Halloween is every October. I watch The Nightmare Before Christmas <laughs> and I watch the Rocky Horror Picture Show. They're kind of my two, like we're getting into spooky season. <laughs> they're, not, they're not Halloween yeah. films in any way. I mean, Nightmare Before Christmas can be argued on which one it is. And yeah. Rocky Horror, maybe, like it is kind of like Frankenstein reimagined. So maybe it can class as a Halloween film, but. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I haven't actually seen either of those. I want to point out that for this podcast, it was like we could watch whatever films we wanted. So I I haven't not done my research. I've just done different stuff. So I can't comment on those ones. Yeah, no, but like that's, that's the joy yeah. of these podcasts. Like we all, like especially these conversational ones, we do like kind of different research. Cause it, it's great hearing everyone's yeah. opinions. And I'd like to just move on now you mentioned it earlier like when you're saying about like monster and psychological uh for the for the podcast I and for, with my little knowledge of horror films up until the start of the month I think <laughs> that that the horror genre can be split into 
kind of main genres can be split into three. There's monster, there's slasher, and there's psychological. And kind of monster films would be like the first film, the first kind of horror films that were made, like The Thing from Another Planet. And I think that's the right title. I never get that title right. I do my own variations of it. <laughs> and The Blob, which, have you seen The Blob? Have you, are you, I, like the original I one? I watch videos on The Blob, but I haven't seen the actual one. I got into horror films because I thought I'd be too scared to watch them by watching like people talk about them on the internet. So I've I've looked into it, but I haven't watched it, and it just it seems quite strange. The original one would like the nineteen fifties one with Steve McQueen. That's not too bad. I know they they remade okay. like one in the eighties, which I've. Looked it up. It's a lot more gruesome because <laughs> obviously they had more money in the eighties to make films. And so anyway, yeah. So there's monster slasher and psychological, and psychological being kind of the newer genre. That kind of more recent one that people are like that directors are dipping into, with like you know, especially Ari Aster with Hereditary. But Hereditary kind of balances on supernatural and psychological. But Midsummer as well. Like you kind of watch that and you're like, I'm very uncomfortable with like yeah. <laughs> all of this. <laughs> but I do find that kind of older horror films, like I said, like The Blob, they might they had like have a bit more of um of a message, like monster films, especially in like the 50s and 60s, like you can tell the budget's small. Like it's kind of the easiest topic and depending on the era, I know like monster movies get remade a lot. Like The Blob has about two remakes. I think The Thing has about three. And and like as the film's remade, the monster kind of represents something different. I find like in the 50s, any kind of monster film or horror film, the threat kind of underneath all the layers the th- in the 50s the threat was like McCarthyism and communism so yeah and something people didn't fully understand so obviously they're scared of it and obviously what do people also not understand aliens coming from outer space <laughs> taking over things and yeah <laughs> and then as they remade like I think in the original blob the blob like it comes down like an asteroid from outer space whereas in the 80s remake it's made in a lab it's like 80s, it's like kind of late 70s and 80s, the threat was like chemical warfare. Yeah. With like, obviously, like the superpowers of the world are like feuding and stuff. <laughs> yeah. So do you kind of get that? Like on any kind of monster films that you've seen, do you think that like, if you look at the time it was made, that the monster does represent something else? Yeah, I think that's still a thing now, though, in a lot of them. You've obviously got some that are just about ghosts or whatever. But if you look at, like, Candyman or Old, um, Old can be interpreted in many ways, but I think it's about time, which is... it. Well, it is about time, but it's about how it's running out really quickly. And I think that's a fear for a lot of people, particularly, you know, as a younger person in COVID, that was the thing, you know, you've lost this much of your like time as a teenager and I think it's still being done now because Candyman I didn't actually say what I was about it's about racism and stuff and I know there was the original Candyman and now I think the horror film John like is going through kind of reformation 
no, that's the wrong one. Renaissance. <laughs> okay. And I think it's coming back into it a bit more now, but I do, I completely, it's always about something that's happening in the world if you just dig a little bit underneath it. Yeah, like I find that especially kind of going on to psychological now with Get Out, like obviously, and like most things that Jordan yeah. Peele directs, obviously he's a black filmmaker. So obviously yeah. his his race would probably play a part in any of his films. And it does, like you yeah. watch Get Out and Candyman. I haven't seen Candyman. I've read the plot, so I kind of know roughly and I've it's- said some stuff about it. But like his remake of Candyman. Yeah. It is like race is the is the underlying. They've taken something, kind of. Sorry, I don't know how to phrase it now. Obviously, not a simple like, racism isn't a simple idea. It's a big thing, but they've yeah twisted it in a certain way. Then they made this like this big this big yeah. film that like all audiences can watch it and like still get scared from it. It's kind of like a metaphor in a way. Yeah, metaphor. That's I, what I was looking yeah. for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I love Jordan Peele stuff. He's probably my favorite horror film like director, and he produced Candyman, I think. Um, but yeah, he's for a long time. I personally think he was kind of carrying the kind of genre of um, having these underlying issues because that was a big thing back in the ones you were saying. And then it got a bit lost because everyone wanted to play around with technology and stuff. Yeah, it kind of like there was a while with horror films that story just got lost. And it was just yeah. how many jump scares can I fit in in this 19 yeah. period? And you are, like I have like I know a girl who absolutely loves horror films as well. And when The Nun came out, obviously it's part of the whole like, Conjuring series. When yeah. that came out, she was like, there was no story. She was like, And the jump scares weren't even that good yeah so like I do feel like like you said horror is kind of going through a renaissance of of sorts and hopefully we'll get back to kind of the original concepts where maybe like not just the monster but like the threat if that's the best word in the film yeah kind of represents is is a metaphor for something bigger yeah I think the threat is a very good way to like sum it up just that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's, there's Even, always a threat. <laughs> yeah. Again, going back to like monster slasher, psycho, psychological, and with newer horror films. When like when I <laughs> when I watch a film, I do kind of like to think of how it would have gone in like a pitching meeting because after after studying film, I've had to do like pitches and stuff, and like yeah. I can see someone going into a room with like a bunch of Hollywood executives and going, okay, so I've written this film about this group of teenagers and they go to this camp and they do like teenager things like drinking and smoking and doing drugs. But then this like masked killer starts like hacking them <laughs> to pieces one by one. And you're like, oh, okay. yeah. you can see like a Hollywood exec going, oh yeah, I can like people will like that. I can see that giving people a scare. But if I was a Hollywood exec and someone came into my room and said, I've written this horror film about a German doctor that kidnaps three tourists and sews them surgically together, mouth to anus. I'd be like, sir, I am calling the police. Yeah. <laughs> like in some films, you do watch it. And again, like if anyone didn't get that, I'm referencing the human centipede. But someone 
sat down, put a pen to paper, came up with that idea, wrote a film of it, and gave it to someone. Someone then read that script and went, yes, I'm going to make this. And there, ju- there would have had to been like, you know, I don't know how many people are involved, but at least like a couple of dozen. And at every stage of this, we're like, that's okay. From the like pitching, the writers to the actors who were like, this is exactly the character I've been waiting to play my whole life. Like, yeah. how? <laughs> With those kind of like that kind of like obviously human centipede, I would not be able to watch it. Like I'd, 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 I'd rather do anything else. But there are. Like I said, there are some films that you just, that are classed as horror, but you do wonder how do people come up with these? Like, are you are you familiar with Kevin Smith? He's a director. He mostly does oh. comedy. Like, have you, have you heard of Jay and Silent Bob? That kind of... No. <laughs> oh, no, it, it's fine. It's a, very, it's a very kind of niche thing. But yeah, Kevin Smith, he's this director. He's done loads of films. Yeah. He has one, he mostly does comedy, but he has this one film called Tusk which is about... I know Tusk. You know Tusk? For the benefit <laughs> of the audience. For the benefit of the audience, Tusk is about this podcaster that ends up interviewing this guy who was, I don't know, he was stuck on like a raft with a walrus or whatever. Anyway, the old guy ends up sewing the, the podcaster into a walrus suit made of human skin. <laughs> it is, I saw, I saw one <laughs> clip and it scarred me. Like that's the kind of yeah. film. That's the kind of horror film I wouldn't watch. Like if I like, I know you said that you like to kind of be properly scared after it, and you like to think about it after. But if I watch a film and I'm still thinking about it three days later, that's like in a bad way. <laughs> yeah, like, I wouldn't mind if I watch a film and I'm and I'm like, wow, like that scene that happened, like it was really powerful. Like I'm still thinking about it, still gets me emotional. But no, like a film like Tusk or The Human Centipede. That's the kind of film that scars me, that when I think I've forgotten about it, it's just going to creep up into my head again. <laughs> like, I would love... Yeah. Like, <laughs> and f- films like that, and, like, The Ring. Like, f- like, fun fact, my mom watched The Ring however many years ago, and she actually blanked it from her memory. <laughs> That's how scared she was, and I'd love to be able to do that with like, any <laughs> film that just scars me. Just have that kind of like trauma yeah. response to a film. <laughs> yeah. Well, my brother, he, you know, we all watch Jaws. It's a great film, and he's still afraid of sharks. Like I mean, under- ten years on. Understandable. <laughs> I'm absolutely terrified so... of zombies because I watched one zombie film when I was like, I think I was like seven or something. I can't remember the film to save my life. No idea what the title was. <laughs> But yeah, no, just anything to do with zombies. Like, I can't watch. I just can't. A film that actually scared me. I know this is slightly off topic. But, you know, I watch a lot of horror films and that. And I'm a youngest child. So I was kind of, you know, you will watch whatever's on the telly, no matter how scaring it is. And the one that scared me the most was the one about Veronica Gearing. It's not a horror film. I'm not familiar with that one. I hope I've got the name right. She was just, um, it's completely off topic, actually. <laughs> but um, <laughs> she was a journalist in Dublin who exposed a gang of, like, drug dealers. Oh, and I then know she now. was, yeah, 
she was shot. And that scared me more than any other film I've ever watched. So Really? Yeah, because I was young and I was into writing and stuff. And everyone was like, why don't you be a journalist? And I was just like, no. No, I don't want to be killed. (laughs) Yeah. Incredible woman, though, if you know. She's a good woman. (laughs) But with a lot of horror films as well nowadays, it's like they're ruining nearly everything. Like you feel like you can't... Like, have you seen In the Tall Grass based on a Stephen King novel? It's ruined fields. I don't know how. <laughs> like I see, yeah. I, I see long grass. I'm like, nope, stay away from there. It's <laughs> gonna be a. I also think that's something. A, I think that's the thing that horror films are doing now. It's just like, what can I possibly make people afraid of that they aren't already afraid of? You know, it's like fields and pigs. I mean, if you watch Jigsaw enough and you get too into it, you're not going to be able to walk through a farm of pigs without getting like traumatized (laughs) and just (laughs) it's just anything that isn't meant to be scary they will make scary yeah and it is and it is kind of terrifying how they do it like you do think yeah someone like looks at an object and thinks how can I make that scary and they do and you're almost like yeah you just just absolutely just absolutely terrified of like the you end up terrified of the most mundane things like someone could write a film about this water bottle and how it's terrifying. And I probably wouldn't drink from, yeah. from a water bottle ever again. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. There's a lot of films that just, that will do that. And then there's the good ones. But I, I do have respect for people that can make you terrified of stupid things. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have some respect for them. I also hate them a bit for making me scared of stupid things. But yeah, <laughs> there is respect. And <laughs> like I said, I probably wouldn't watch anything that would scar me like like that like in the tall grass that was just very confusing I will not go back to it in a hurry but like I said earlier I cap it at 90s slasher I might branch out into some kind of modern psychological-ish thing but for me that that's it (laughs) like I said Mm. not a massive horror fan (laughs) you're missing out on the good plots I think yeah I probably am but I, I think I can live without it (laughs) <laughs> you'll be okay I, I think I'll survive well someone needs to just sit you down and force you to watch a you know proper one because I was forced be a to watch proper one <laughs> you uh, you know you have to if you're going to get into horror films properly you're going to have to start with one that terrifies people I watched one in Spanish I don't remember the name of it when I was like 14 because one of a Spanish exchange student was over and she wanted to watch it. And it was terrifying. But after it, I found that it was one that comes with a heart warning. That you can't watch it if you've got a dodgy heart. Because it's that terrifying. So after finding that out, I was just like, show me anything. That's Jesus. how you do it. I'll find you a link later and then you'll be... I'm not it. watching it. I'm not watching it. <laughs> but... Yeah, uh, foreign horror. Like we won't get into that now because we're coming towards the ends of the podcast. But have you seen Train to Busan, Korean horror film? I've been told to see. It keeps coming up on my recommend it, but I didn't see it. <laughs> and I, I know I said I'm not a massive zombie fan, but this was it was almost kind of funny as well. Like it was still it was still scary because yeah. obviously zombies, apocalypse, all that 
but <laughs> Korean zombies move a lot different to American film <laughs> zombies. They're a lot faster, and just the it's like that's the only thing that kind of like brought me out of it every now and again. It was just watching how the zombies ran. <laughs> so, <laughs> as I said, we're coming we're coming to the end of the podcast. So, one final question I would like to ask you, Claire. What's your favorite scary movie? I have been thinking about this. I've been having a crisis about this for the past few days. Because if you're talking horror films, I don't, I said at the start, I don't consider yours a horror film, but it's one of my favorites. Apart from that, my favorite horror film is either Boy or The Boy. I'm not sure which it is. Is that the one with the doll? It's, it's incredible. I won't watch it. But... Uh, oh, it is amazing. I didn't know what I did with my hands there, but the viewers won't see, so it's fine. Um, yeah. It is incredible. The plot, I can't say much about it because it's, you know, you've got to watch it without knowing anything. It is amazing. Or oh, Candyman, um, because it's just, it's an incredible way of getting like race into horror films there's I think I can say this because it's not a big spoiler but there's a scene where you jump at like the supernatural side of things or the monster side of things and then you jump for just the same amount at the sound of a police care and that yeah. is just a masterpiece because it shows it takes you from the horror of this like fantasy universe to the real horror that black people are facing and yeah. I think incredible so Jaws um, Candyman and Boy they're my three favourites that's good I could go all ghost face and quiz you on them but I won't <laughs> <laughs> and as to me like I said I'm only kind of getting into Halloween and horror films now don't really have a favourite one if there was one I would go back and obviously get out Love that one. Yeah. I think that's an absolutely brilliant film. Uh, Scream. I watched that a few weeks ago. Pretty good. Uh, and I caved and watched Halloween because my friend absolutely loves it. And <laughs> I've mentioned this before in podcasts. I've got this like 100 best films list that you scratch them off as you watch. Yeah. And Halloween was one of them. And I was like, why well, don't cave and watch it? And my dad watched it with me. And it was so built up for me, Halloween. I thought it was going to be terrifying, <laughs> yeah. but it wasn't. It, it wasn't. It, it was good. Brilliant yeah. film. It wasn't as scary yeah. as I thought it was going to be. I think we've got a bit desensitized. Maybe, but uh, we're running out of time for the, in the recording, so we'll get, we'll get on to that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Another day. Uh, so, yeah, I just want to say uh, thank you, everyone, so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed our podcast. And we hope you have a very happy Halloween. Stay safe through the spooky season. And also let us know on Instagram, what's your favourite scary movie? <laughs> yeah. You can, you can check Thank us out on Instagram you. at Young Irish Critics. So. Get that plug. Get that plug. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye.